This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. My name is Keen, and some of you have the best materials and you're fucking it up. And I'm James and I've got blue balls. <laughs> Welcome to Sissy That Pod. We react to RuPaul's Drag Race and today we're talking about All Stars Episode 2. I think we also need to address the fact that we're we're sitting in front of each other mm-hmm. in a real studio. It is very unusual and I would say a little bit uncomfortable. Surely your your delicate ears would have detected this increase in audio content. <laughs> and also, full disclosure, we're recording this prior to our live stream. Mm-hmm. But you'll be hearing it after the live stream. So, so, I mean, this is a meta moment. This is like an inception, you know, yeah. episode within an episode within an episode. You're hearing it game from like a, a, game. a double pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Extra. So if we, yeah, this shouldn't make a difference to you, but if something sounds weird or out of, out of, out of time, that's why. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and also because this is the fourth episode in seven days, it's just us. Yeah, know? we 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 love um, our many many wonderful guests, but mm. we decided we would give them a break. Well, we have a, their door down. a great last like lineup for you last you know in the last episode, Tony Cantwell. In the Road. last episode, that's going to be recorded tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> what a great lineup! They were all fantastic. So I mean, I don't remember the last time I laughed so much. <laughs> I know, it's yuck yuck yuck! <laughs> and that joke that Tony told. Amazing. Oh my god! When Karen told. <laughs> me that i couldn't believe it <laughs> okay so there is 36 looks to get through in this big blue ball so let's get into it right so the episode opens after poor serena chach is gone oh did you feel sad yeah, it was kind of like when you're sad over something that was clearly inevitable. Yeah. The lipstick lipsticks are revealed and everyone voted for Serena Barr um, Trinity. Sorry, Barr herself, uh, who voted, she voted for Trinity. Uh, no, sorry, hold on. And Yara. then Barr Yara. Barr Yara. I, like, I'm interested by, I'm interested in, in Yara, whether she kind of is like, I, I'm interested in what her, like, her kind of, what her game is like does she want to be the villain I like, felt it was like a, a Puerto Rican connection yeah it, it got pa- Puerto Rican Panama connection it, yeah well it got it got sort of presented in, in an unusual way where like Yara was quite affronted with the fact that she was going to send home the strongest competitor and then I, I, I suppose like we've seen it before on All Stars they seem to love that kind of like skyrocketing newbie who then gets their just desserts the following week mm. we saw it with with Tatiana in and, and and Roxy in the in season two we saw it with India Farah last season and so we got it today with Yara and again when we get into the looks like I just felt like that was a forced thing I didn't like I think that they're that I think that what Yara made her blue ball like her extravaganza look was probably the best look on the runway I disagree. We'll get into that. <laughs> uh, like, do we believe that Trinity is was okay with it? Yeah, I I feel like she's paying. Like, I mean, if you watch Untucked, she she's definitely putting a lot of effort into kind of like holding her tongue and and mm. like you know she's obviously like plugged into that like Headspace app and she is you know she is she is remaining in the moment, living living mindfully and making sure that she kind of like doesn't react to other people's stuff around her and knows she can only control what's in her remit to control. Yeah. So like, you can see very much because she snapped a bit at Scarlet and then she kind of brought herself back and was like, okay, so I think that probably. 
she's actively not allowing mm. in my view she's not allowing that sort of stuff get to her but I'd say it probably did but I I kind of bought it at the start even then she was like I get it but I won't forget it and I was like great line love that yeah. and then <laughs> in Untucked though she seemed to be playing this game of like oh I'm I, you know I'm going to vote for the one that I feel is is the right person to go home Okay, I'm not just going to vote for Yara because she voted for me. But then she went on to kind of set this like undertone to be like, well, you know, I see all you guys and you want to be here, but not everyone wants to be there. Some people are kind of taking the piss, aka Yara. So I feel she was like, she. I felt she was trying to manipulate the room into voting for Yara. Yeah, and I, which I, makes I, me think she's not okay with it if she's trying yeah, to get. Well, her. I to be perfectly honest, I I think that actually she like whether it is because she's not okay with it or because she's actually pointing out something that's a bit of a fact. I would agree with her that it's probably frustrating to have like waited so long to be there and then to see someone kind of pissing about. Mm. And like I, I, you know, it's interesting because if you think back to Yara's first season when she was in that lip sync at the very end, like she does fall to pieces when she gets critiqued. She's mm. obviously used to being the best of the best and being sort of like un like challenged in that. Mm. And so. So, you know, when she had to lip sync on season three, she completely fell apart and got sent home. And then didn't she freak out at some point when herself and um, Alexis were on season? Well, she was, they were the only, I think she pressed that buzzer. Remember when I was yeah. there, the buzzer? She pressed the buzzer to go like to, to check in to get to get Alexis out. So like mm. she's, you know, she, she obviously really has a, like she, that, that hasn't changed because she still was pissing about and then completely fell apart when she got, um, I mean, when she got untucked was in the emotions in untucked oh were through Christ. the roof. Right, they are like, like, like. I mean, if you look at Rue's walkthrough as well, they are like pounding through the the like the, the tragic backstories. Mm. Like, I feel more so than the generic seasons. They seem distraught when they're going home. Do you know? And I think this is like such a such a. Big, bigger investment financially and a bigger sort of opportunity to recoup a career or whatever that like Serena seemed devastated and yeah. now Yara and Jiggly were both distraught. So I, I, I think that for Jiggly it felt like kind of like I think that for Yara basically I'm 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 diagnosing her with sort of Two. some kind That's of personality disorder uh, but no but I think that like for Yara it probably is a deeper thing about like not being able to handle criticism or, mm. or finding like tr- criticism very triggering and I do think as well like you know she didn't deserve to be in the bottom um, and I know you kind of just have to take the judge like if you're there you just have to take whatever the judge's decision is as the yeah. judge's decision but if you're looking around that room and you're sitting on the couch in this absolutely gorgeous dress having worn two very interesting and different costumes in the first two categories mm. and then you look at Silky Nutmeg Ganache who's sitting over there mm. basically wearing a slanket turned upside down I mean it's just you know like you you would be forgiven for kind of being frustrated Yeah. Um, I do think on the other side of that though if she wasn't putting any work in and she was arsing about the place singing and dancing and then sort of just threw something together at the last minute, she could have used her time to make something. She could have. And maybe that's what she was beating herself up because she was like, oh, I fucked this now because I let my ego, I won one challenge and the ego ran away with me and I fucked it up now. Yeah. That yeah. easy could have been. She it. thought she was going to bend in the cremis and she, she did. did not. No, she bent she like crammed her pants. <laughs> <laughs> she India farted. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Because, uh, I mean, she had the shadiest moment of the episode when she's sitting there and, like, you know, some of you have the best materials and you're fucking it up. Like, don't rub it in their faces. You're going to, like, you, this is, this, this also is actually is somewhat of a best friend race because of who's voting for who mm-hmm. goes home. And, like, don't, you know, you're, there's a target on your back because you won the first episode. You are rubbing salt on the wound. 
Yeah. Although, I mean, it could all be like a, a kind of a game of not actually really caring too much about where she places in the converse- competition mm. and just knowing that like it'll give her a boost to her. Like she's obviously already very successful in what she's been doing. She's very well known and well liked. So like maybe she doesn't really care if she gets kicked out earlier and she's kind of like, whatever, you know, if I end up going a bit earlier, that's fine. And I don't understand the logic either. So she didn't want to show what she was doing. Well, I suppose someone could see and then change what they were doing. But like the judges aren't going to know that she did that in a day. So she's not going to get any of the brownie points for the lack of time. Yeah, I felt that was sort of unnecessary. I, I, I kind of thought that was like that bit for me was was probably the most frustrated mm. I was with 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 her in the episode because I just felt like that's unnecessary just so like oh I'm hiding it yeah. like when in Drag Race history has anyone like there's how many balls how many looks been made in that workroom well think of a uh, sister sister and a whore's bag of chips that's different though because they had to go home for like a, a, a mm. many many weeks and like sister sister arrives back with a really fucking terrible knockoff mm. so like I think if you're worried about the fact that you're an expert seamstress and that someone is going to like make a knockoff version of what you're making it as a, as a horror it. found out can only can only stand you in good stead yeah <laughs> unless someone happens to be wearing a, a h&m dress out in that runway like you are well, in uh, a blizzard of shit there was the equivalent of a h&m dress but i suppose well i mean there's well there's the walkthrough before we get to looks um do we want to chat about the walkthrough eureka spoke about we're here jiggly spoke about her transformation of being in pose and then raja spoke just about the challenge i think yeah well i, I remember like it was uh, i'm like i just Eureka is really like I'm just so warmed to Eureka. I honestly, I I am I am now on Team Eureka to win All Star Six. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, look, I do have to say she is she's playing w- happy or what's the, like she's playing ball. Like you know she's different. She's not as pugnacious. She's being very kind and very supporting, especially in uh, Untucked. She's yeah. I think she is coming across quite well. I I don't think I'll ever be rooting for her just because. Her drag is quite pageanty, and that's not necessarily the style I like. I see. I am really loving the like over the top pageantiness, and I actually really appreciate it when she was saying to Rue about how like she sort of wants to work against the expectation that big girls are gonna always be camp, so that mm. she wants to bring a bit of glamour to it. Mm. Um, and I I think that's brilliant because I think that she is an inherently camp person just in the way that she mm. acts, and that she doesn't need to do a costume because just because she's like just mm. because you're a big fat girl doesn't mean you have to like wear a costume in order to like be like look at me I'm a making a joke of myself like you can do something mm. glamorous. Now I didn't get why I like they my fell concept the... heavy stuff though like like Jan. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> we really have two like a polar opposites this season. I think we've had it before: a Jan and a Eureka. That I love Jan and you love Eureka. Yeah, and we're both. Yeah. Hmm, I, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then as well, I I was I did think it was interesting the way kind of like with the walkthrough it was basically like the stars of RuPaul's Drag Race now lighting up the screens of HBO in pose and we're here. Yeah. Like <laughs> Ryan Murphy got a personal shout out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, it was nice. But then after it, I was like, okay, three people got to walk through Eureka, Jiggly and Raja. I was like, what does this mean? It was two was on the bottom, one at the top. I was a bit confused. Yeah, well, obviously that we, we were getting two of the tops and one of the bottoms, you know, like many video links. But I thought it would have been, I thought because it was three, it was going to be one top and two bottoms. So I was like, okay, hmm, who's going to be the bottom there? Mm-hmm. I, I generally thought, I, I found myself really rooting for Raja in this episode and I kept feeling the edit was setting me up to believe she was in the bottom. Yeah, I, to, to be honest, I, like I, 
season 11 was probably i think season 11 was maybe when they realized they needed to like sort of sort of you know revitalize the thing and you know seeing the season 11 girls back i'm actually really warming to scarlet who i didn't think i i kind of remembered so much hmm. um and and raja i'm really enjoying akira i'm really enjoying so i think i kind of just wasn't paying enough attention during it so when they you were trying to create well that's true but when they were trying to create all this tension about this kind of like redemption moment for her about her like look i was like i don't care you know yeah. I was like it doesn't I, I have no stakes in this you know <laughs> I, I felt I felt it was actually uh, well you went home in this challenge last week and so did Jiggly so I thought it was going to be like oh this is this is them setting her up to be in the mm-hmm. bottom yeah yeah so I was really pleasantly surprised to hear that she won yeah um, so let's get into looks then Raja w- was up first so the three categories were Blue Better Work which is the working girl Blue Jean Baby which I was disappointed to know we did a Lana Del Rey reference mm-hmm. and then uh, Blue Ball Bonanza do we want to do it one by one Queen by Queen Queen by Queen yeah let's do it that way so Raja was up first now I work in construction well I'm not doing this podcast which feels like most of my time is, is doing this podcast what Raja wore was what you would actually wear on site but without the heels and the beehive wig. So I was like, this is basically the H&M of construction gear. So I was like, love you, Raja. Love the character. But that's like a two out of ten because it's really, it's it's basically off the construction wear rack. Yeah, I think that there was two queens, her and Trinity, Trinity K. Bonet, who went too literal mm-hmm. with their interpretation of this. And, you know, like... I don't know, like, I want to know, like, what, how that, that, what brief they were given for that. Because it's like, working girl has the connotations of, like, prostitution or sex worker. But obviously it was, like, blue collar jobs was what what they were kind of, like, told to interpret it as. Uh, Yeah, and I felt like there's there's more fun ways to have interpreted that Mm. than Like, Eureka, I think, did the closest to what I thought. Well, maybe, maybe Yara, but Eureka did the closest to what I could imagine a nice dragged version of that construction look like would be a dress made out of that illuminous light of yeah. material no I, I'd agree I think that there was a very yeah I, 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 I agree I think that the that look for for Raja it, it it sort of made me I don't know I wasn't interested in it and I kind of thought like it, it hadn't been brought to anywhere exciting no absolutely Um, her her blue jean baby look was real Mary J Blige I quite liked it but it didn't wow me yeah, I the same. Sort of, I, I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I, I sort of think, like, I can't remember who who they said to, who who was it, Akira or someone who they said that the blue jean baby look would look like something you wear to the club, not something yeah. you wear to the main stage. Group, and I kind of was going, listen, here, lads, like you know, you can't dole that out to this person and then not also kind of say it to like several of these other mm. people. Like I, like I didn't feel any of them. Like in the way the ball always is, the first two categories are always less. Like they're all they're always more. H&M dress and then it's the yeah. extravaganza where you have to go like really over the top with something exciting mm. but yeah with with uh, this blue jean look on her I kind of just thought it was a bit sort of basic it looked well but it, it, yeah, it didn't wear it was me. grand like yeah like um, it was a good jean look there was a good character to it I was like good you hit, you hit the brief yeah yeah uh, and then finally her um, bonanza look I thought looked really really good I worried I was worried that they would think it was a bit too simple, but in terms of like the sewing prowess seemed great. Yeah, I'd agree. I think that it looked really well made. Um, that fabric was just sort of like an unfortunately blah sort of color. Mm. 
So I thought it was like really blue like a, tack color. Yeah, exactly. I I really enjoy. Like I loved the long sleeves on it. I liked the way the shoulders were. I thought she looked great. But I kind of thought that I thought the same as you. I thought that they were going to call her out for it being just a bit sort of like like not really glitzed up enough mm. or something. Like if I um, didn't know that came from a camping chair, I wouldn't be impressed. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly it. It's like if I didn't, and also like I kind of feel like that's something that you could have seen them making an unconventional, an unconventional challenge on like Project Runway, where they're trying to make like real fashion rather mm. than kind of something that's like a drag queen trying to make drag. Yeah, drag fashion. Yeah, exactly. Kylie uh, Sonique Love was up next, and she was the winner for me this week. I loved absolutely everything she wore. Her first look, the carpenter look was my least favourite of hers but you know they said it was like Debbie Harry she seemed like a real character like I could imagine her smoking in a bar and like breaking a bottle over some gobshite's head for like staring at her tits like I loved it no, I thought it was. I thought she looked great. I loved it. I th- I got confused because I was like, "Is this not your blue jean baby doll?" Like it felt like it should have been for that. Yeah. Um, and then I think was it Michelle that said, "Oh, I didn't understand what you wear." And I, I, I don't know. I, I always like so with some of these things. I sort of am like, "Anna, come on, lads!" Like you're really reaching for a bit of negative feedback if mm. you're going to turn around and be like, "I didn't know immediately when you walked around the corner in this drag queen competition that you were representing, you know, the the sport of fencing." Like you know, sometimes you just have to be like, "Do I like what's in front of me visually?" Yeah. Um, I I thought it looked really good. I much preferred it to her actual blue jean baby doll look, though, which I thought like it was a fun. Oh, I you didn't the like the Christie Brissette? No, I liked the hat. I liked like I liked it, but I didn't. I don't know. There was there was something about it that just didn't. Oh, I loved it. You know, I just was like, Meh. I just thought it was so good, and she just looked so sexy and feminine and it was such a throwback to early noughties it was music video genie in a bottle slave for you I just thought it was fantastic I did I, lo- I did love the wig Kylie Sonique loved it you Kylie Sonique <laughs> <laughs> well no I, I would I would also agree I did think she looked amazing I loved the, the Christina kind of like references yeah um, but I think I just much preferred her first look and kind of was like oh I thought that, that first look probably would have been better in this category oh for the category well yeah but uh, yes because there was more denim in it yeah and it just I don't know it felt well anyway I, and then she could have maybe just actually just swapped them around and then she could have done like actual working girl as her yeah. as her, her thing I mean it would have been I perfect. think Blue Jean Baby looks better at that because it's kind of like pop girl and you know yeah no, there's yeah, that little kind girl of girl band yeah, kind yeah. of thing Jessica Simpson in uh, Dukes of Hazard. yeah not as edgy as that <laughs> uh, and finally her bonanza was the um, yeah I liked this it was the stars and the bandanas I quite liked I think she was one of the only people who had like the main colour of each outfit was blue and it's the blue ball and I was like yeah that makes sense yeah I was surprised that more of them didn't do that actually that so, so many of them kind of chose to, to deviate from it and maybe it's a good thing because if it's seen like 36 blue looks I wouldn't have enjoyed it but uh, yeah I thought this was fine I I didn't understand, so I I didn't understand why like it was praised to the extent it was. Mm. Um, like I thought it was like very nicely made and well done. But there were just other people who I felt like overall deserved more credit for the looks that they brought. Like when you get to Pandora, I feel like she's been like overlooked. Yeah, uh, and actually overlooked last week as well. Like I think overall she has like maybe not been sort of given the the, the particularly because she was a fashion girl. Like she wasn't a fashion girl Mm. and she's come back and she's after serving some really strong looks here for this for this challenge. So it's like it's showing her kind of making progress in an area of concern for her. Well, I think the 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 first three who came out, who were the ultimately the top three of the episode, Raja, Kylie and Eureka, 
when I was watching this category, I was like, oh my God, these looks are all so good. And then you get to like Jan and Jiggly and stuff. And they look like they're part of a sewing challenge, mm-hmm. those looks after those. But I think the first three looked like they brought them from home. And I think that's what made them so good. Yeah, I guess. But I the guess exception is Scarlet. Scarlet looks fantastic, obviously. But yeah. um, the rest of them, I think most of them looked like they were part of a sewing challenge. Even Pandora's like, it was like, that's good because I know it's a sewing challenge. Whereas I kind of forgot about it, the first three. The first three. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought the with Eureka, because I really, I really enjoyed all of Eureka's looks, but I did think that the skirt length on the, like mm-hmm. the skirt length on the, the little dress that's what I liked about that. See, it confused me because I was like, is it like a, a bodysuit with like a peplumy thing going on or is this meant to be an actual skirt? Or like, mm. you know, I so I was kind of looking at it not 100% sure what it was that I was um, that I was looking at. I think it like, objectively it was peplum, but it was like peplum ho. So like, I'm going to use this peplum as my skirt. Yeah, okay, okay. That's, yeah. what, I, that's what I got from <laughs> it. And that's what I liked, but like, like I said, Eureka, I find her quite pageanty, and although I look at it and go, I like that. I never really love anything. This is the this is the nicest thing I've probably seen mm-hmm. her in in a while because it kind of had that edge to it. Yeah, I d- I also loved her her working girl thing. The stop. I thought yeah. that was really fun. And the and the kid on the bub. Yeah, that so, she'd ran over. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was fun. Um, but uh, and the jeans. Uh, I didn't like it. I thought it was a no. boring sort of like it was a boring color of denim, and there was a lot of it. And I, th- I could see Pink wearing that on stage. I mean, and that is I'm can not... you? Is there a worse criticism you can make of a of a, of a garment? Uh, people love Pink's fashion. Just, <laughs> and I don't actually mean that as a read per se, but it just felt a bit. It wasn't a showstopper. Uh, no, it wasn't. Like it was. It was just meh. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jan, now, I was living the Jan to see up for the first two looks, specifically the jean look, I thought was fantastic. Now, it did look a bit maple leafy in its um, silhouette, yeah, I, I presume I mean, you'd call it. It was like a denim, like, and it, they, don't they call like jeans a denim tux, a, a, what's it, a Canadian tuxedo? Yeah, like most common tuxedo. Like, yeah. re- but anyway, uh, you know, that, that did give me kind of like, you know, Canadian maple leaf denim sort of fantasy. Mm. Uh, I, I thought that that was my favorite of her three looks uh, I yeah, hated her, her 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 like working girl thing because this is no, the other I thing I really like that oh no but like honestly because if you're going to be like oh I didn't understand that when you came out here holding a hammer you were meant to be a construction worker but I fully understood that when you came out here dressed up as a load of tyres that you were a mechanic well do you like, hate the look on. or do you just hate the inconsistency Jan. of the judges do I just hate Jan, Jan? <laughs> <laughs> like Regardless of the category, like Jan's interpretation of the category, I thought was really, really good. I totally agree that you can't say I didn't get that you weren't a welder, but yet I got that you were, what was she, a race car driver? Like it was, no, a mechanic. Like, so the judges are the judges. I I took the interpretation from Jan and I was like, love it. Okay. Do you know, I, 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 it wasn't my favorite. That's fine. (laughs) Now, I do admit, she was talking about how her, her, Sewing look is going to be like what I did in season 12, but 40 times bigger. And I actually thought it was worse. So I actually thought it was it was better than what she did in season 12. But I kind of agreed. And I can't remember who was it said in the workroom. It was like, you know, this is a, this is a brand new day. Like, you know, and especially because we know we're getting a, a mm. redemption look Scarlet, moment in the, in, the, in the on the runway. So they've yeah. all brought looks that are redemption moments. So it's yeah. like you have that built into this season, that like look back at mm. a look you wish you could have improved. And then... 
yeah, it just felt like kind of maybe that she only has one idea for how to make a look and that she was just going to figure out a way of like doing it again. And she didn't, it did kind of bother me that she was really running with the Effie trinket things, even into Untucked and calling people tributes and stuff. I was like, damn it. Yeah, also, like, I mean, just, you know, as with kind of the Hunger Game references, the Hunger Game references when it comes to All Stars are Chad Michaels on All Stars 1, and that is a long time ago. Mm. So, Hunger Games have been out. A while. Yeah. They're not a new thing, Jan. They're not a new <laughs> They're thing. Not. They're absolutely not. But yeah, I just love how Jan takes a concept and runs with it. That's the sort of drag queen I would be, I think, if I was to go that way. Um, cause Annoying. Because I mean, I <laughs> I, I, I'm not a Yara, you know, Abbas of Steel, Sophia, so I think I'd have to go for the Jan route. Now, Jiggly Caliente, not so caliente. I liked the bin one. That was kind of fun. That had a fun idea with it, but it was executed poorly. The hat, the the lid as a hat, that was kind of fun. Mm. I know. I I feel sorry because I really love Jiggly, and it's so funny because thinking back, even to when we were like recording the Meet the Queens and like you know talking about it when we were doing the Instagram live, you're like, oh and when my we God. were talking about it yesterday, and when we were talking about it, oh, yeah. like Jiggly Caliente. Is, well, no, yesterday I'm going to have been talking about how I thought the Jiggly Jiggly Caliente should have been at the bottom last week as well, okay. but um, <laughs> I I really just was underwhelmed by everything that she did and this sort of first look with the like long kind of trenchy coat thing with the arms cut off and like the bin and that like it was a fun idea but I kind of feel like as if that bin was probably like an afterthought of realising oh shit look around the room there's loads and then you had the shady thing of like putting the queen's names Mm. on it that was fun but like it it didn't look good and then the second look with the like the the sort of baggy jeans and the white t-shirt it just there wasn't enough to it um, and then that last look, I felt very sorry for it because obviously it was like it was a massive improvement on baked potato couture. But mm. it, it, I think she should have left all the tinsel and the streamers behind. Like I know it would have just been a blanket then, but I think it wouldn't have looked as cheap. Yeah, I do sort of think kind of with the level of emotion presented when she discovered she was in the bottom two and mm. she was all like, "This was my moment, and this was my thing, and this was, and this was the challenge. Why did it have to be this challenge?" It's like you know there's going to be a sewing challenge. You know it's going to happen. Learn, like, it's not, they can bring patterns in there. Bring a pattern in there. She had a sheet of fabric. Hmm. Like, I've, I I can speak about this because I have made two dresses in my life. (laughs) um, Actually, three. Hmm. Um, But no, but you, like, you you just, you bring the pattern for the dress you're going to make. You figure out how to make it out of the materials that you have. And, like, what she made was sort of just like a blanket sewn together with armholes and then some tinsel stuck on it. So I kind of feel a bit like you, you could have put the effort in and gotten some sewing lessons. Yeah. No, look, it wasn't great. None of them were great. I definitely was watching it with a, okay, yeah, that that's not too bad because I didn't want her to go. But it, yeah, I you know, you, no one could could watch that and say she didn't deserve to be in the bottom two. Yeah. And I do, I think that she she could have what it takes to be the, the comeback kid in this mm. whatever game within a game we're getting. And I did really enjoy, like, the skateboarder look. It didn't really give me skateboarder, but I loved the character she gave. And I, yeah, I, there was a thing I just I was thinking, there is nobody skateboarding in those jeans because that would just go right under there. You would be head first yeah. hitting the dirt. Well, that's it. And then you get the ends wet and then the water travels up it. You oh, know? my oh, God. It's like, if I had a penny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, talking about bottom two, next up is Silky. Nutmeg should have been in the bottom two. Ganache. Oh my god! Everything. The look was terrible. I didn't mind. No, Milk Woman. 
No, you're right. I was. I thought that. that was nice. Yeah, I'll give. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I did. I did think that it was the best of a bad bunch. Um, I gave it. I basically gave every score a mark out of ten, and then mm-hmm. did a little format to work out which of my favorites were, which is on brand for me. <laughs> I gave that a five and a half out of ten. I I would I would hit it. I'll give it about average as well. But I'll okay. give it about a five. I I was yeah. I don't know. There was just something about all of the looks that were kind of messy. Well, the second look. Where were the jeans? The category was Blue Jean Baby, a jean-inspired look that has taken jean to a place it's never done before, which is why I think Jan was a great one because it was a total reimagination of jeans. This had no jeans. It had red, tacky frills. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, I sort of figured that there was some sort of like a hoedown cowboy kind of like, a, you know, chaps kind of a inspiration. But that look was all about the fringe. It wasn't like the denim was like completely secondary to it. Yeah. Um, and it just was like, like it was like, again, sort of like I, I felt like, like last last week she got the free pass of not being in the bottom two, which I don't necessarily agree with. Mm-hmm. But um, like you said in the last episode, like I said in the last episode. <laughs> um, but then also, um, yeah, I, I just think that like there's it's a, it's a frustrating thing when there's so many inconsistencies with judging where they will kind of say they'll use one particular way of undermining a queen but then not apply that same logic across the board because I think that yeah. if and I don't know do milkmen have her uniform over in the US in different states because I mean like other than the fact that she was holding milk in her hand I wouldn't have went yeah that's a milk person. but also like they said to um I can't remember who it was they said to in the in the judging that like oh this didn't really oh to Yara they were like this didn't read denim to us it's like well if this didn't read denim to you how did Silky's yeah and then the final look. Oh, look, I'm impressed that she managed to get those quilt pants to fit like a glove. But they looked ugly. They were And she was holding horrible. some sort of haberdashery in her hand. And I was like, what's that? What, what, what's the story? What are you telling me here? I don't get it. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that it's... Impre- First of all, I do think... So it's not, it's not easy to make clothes for, for like that body type. So, yeah. you know excellent work in getting to make a pair of pants that fit so well but it just looked and I don't know like had she pulled some of the stuffing out of some of it to like create like was that on purpose or by accident I Mm. couldn't really figure it out but the whole thing had a weird sort of feeling of just like it just was ugly to look at it was and look I I really I don't know how many other silhouettes she can really give because of her body type. But then I look at Eureka and I'm like, well, she gives you different and silhouettes. And Ginger as well. And I mean, I know like there are, like there's like it's if you look at the big girls in the competition, there were options that she could have mm. she could she could have gone for. Um, and like it it just it just that the pants were just so ugly. <laughs> it was bad. It was proper cookie monster. Yeah, it really couture. was. <laughs> Now, Scarlett was up next. Uh, she had the circular saw. She had the US flag. And then she had that sapphire gown, which was, I thought, I, she was robbed of a critique this week. I yeah, thought. she was. Um, I, you know, I, I would agree with you. And I think that that, like, that, that sequin dress that she had in the, like, eleganza thing was just so mm. beautiful. Yeah. And she just looked amazing. And I loved the sort of, the, like, the, the weird American flag hat thing. I thought just it was, it was yeah, no, I, I, I agree. You know, she's actually someone who's come into the competition who I had very low hopes for, um, who has sort of surprised me. Mm. Um, I mean, this, what she's given us so far is kind of what I remember her for from season 11. It's, let's see how well she does in the personality and the and the jokes and all that sort of stuff. That's where we'll see if she's really stepped her mm, pussy up. And exactly how high her pussy has yeah, been stepped. Exactly. 
you know <laughs> done been steps <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, but yeah no I loved I, and kind of the opposite of Killer Queen in Espana then giving us the same character she I think had the most transformation from look to look I yes. felt from the blade which is kind of campy then to this sort of coy character we get in the sort of cowboy American flag then to this like glamazon in the sapphire so I loved that yeah no I, I would have agreed as well I thought that she was just yeah she gave three really strong looks and mm. I think deserved to be on the main stage more than any of the three that were in the top three really uh, Kylie was my top but mm. yeah she definitely deserved to be there next up was Akira and I like a rem- like Akira's second look the look that she said they looked like she was just going to the club I think that's one of my favourite things about Kiria. I think she can really capture that sort of like black girl culture and I think yeah. she's really good at it and like even from the that sort of more I kind of feel maybe Ratchet's a bit racially loaded but you know that sort of like more streetwear girl you know in the club with the with their laces all up her leg like I love that that was a heightened version of what you might see a yeah. woman wear and then to the kind of more innocent and demure girl who came out in the third look with the cups on her I just was like yes I'm loving this reference to kind of more pedestrian black girl culture that I don't really see amongst some of the other queens from any competition so I love both of them yeah the welder did I get welder from it? No. Did I like the storyline that the hand stuck in the thing? No. Because I don't know how you'd get your hand stuck in something if you were welding it. But two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> no, I, I I thought that the welder look was was fine. I thought it was fun in camp. Like, I preferred her welder look to the ginger Mario look that's coming up. And, okay. you know, I, I thought it like, yeah, it was a bit kind of of like, where have you, like, it was kind of like, you know, you should have stopped at the idea you had three ideas ago, mm. um, and stuck at that. Uh, the 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 like the one they said about going to the club. I thought she looked great. I mean, yeah. you know, I was that like, wasn't you know, the best. and where is the body? Uh, that's great. But I I wasn't mad impressed with her, um, with with this cup dress. Now, I think we have seen those cups made into dresses, like our versions of those cups made into dresses. Like I don't even know how many times, like on Drag Race, and then again as a person who's obsessed with Project Runway, mm. I don't know. Like you know, <clears throat> consistently that is a, mater- a go-to unconventional material that gets ironed down, and it's impressive, at the, you know, when you see it. But again, it sort of loses impact, and when it's not done as well as other times you've seen it. So I, it just stood out to me as, as like it just it looked so stiff. And it looked so like uncomfortable that I would, yeah. I just I didn't I didn't like it. Yeah, look, in terms of a garment, I thought it was only fine, but I just think she sold it quite well. I think that's kind of what makes a difference. Whereas, yeah, like with the welding one, what she actually wore was nice, but I don't think she sold it well because I didn't get the story she was yeah. trying to get with me. Yeah, kind of, you know, which is funny because it's kind of the first time I think I've seen her trying to do that sort of weird kooky camp. That's true. Yeah, runway. it felt very out of character for her, mm. which is actually kind of good because yeah. I suppose it shows that she's going to try and do that, and hopefully she can she can bring it when she needs to. Whereas one of my favorite looks for her in Eleven was that Nicki Minaj like long orange wig, and she was doing proper oh, like yes. booty, yeah. and that's kind of what I got from that second look. And she had are they called bandu knots? Yeah, uh, in her hair, kind of a note to. I think she referenced the Beyonce video or stuff. So yeah, really, really liked it. Pandora was next. I really loved the first two looks, but especially the cook. Yeah, that, that was my, I, I loved that. I thought that was, for me, that was the <clears throat> best interpretation of this working, like this working mm. girl 
kind of runway if you're talking about kind of like you know working class kind of typical kind of those sort of jobs yeah. I, I thought it was bitter old woman yeah been in her job 40 years hates it yeah i i really would never it. leave it yeah and then the, like the the reveal to the kind yeah. of sparklier version of it i i thought it was like i thought it was really cute and she, and she called herself lunchbox i mean yeah perfect <laughs> and i i just think as well like for a queen who has come in with just like constantly being told like oh you know your fashion sucks your fashion is terrible you like this is like you let yourself down with with your mm. looks you you kind of have a you're boxed off with this data thing she has done such a good job all the looks i've seen her in i've really enjoyed yeah um the dolly parton one was great as yeah well. i i i absolutely love the dolly parton one i thought that it was it like it was it was fun in that it was kind of it was dated but in a way that felt like fun and relevant i yeah i i also really did enjoy the blue rosette one. Um, I loved the the makeup and the hair, and I liked the rosettes. I just, I kind of the the sh- it looked like the fabric was a bit shallow or something like that. It mm-hmm. hadn't been lined enough towards the bottom, but it was good. Like, well, I like, actually I only gave it a four point five out of ten. So, so obviously like you're that. lying now. You're trying so, to trying to. It was okay. It was okay. I was disappointed, but I gave the first one an eight, the second one a seven. So I mean that was yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, now Yara Sophia's construction worker with the big boobs. I did think. Big boobs again. Yeah, I think it's like Joey J's wig. Should retired them. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed that sort of weird androgynous. Like, she's a woman, but she's could beat up all the other male construction workers. Character. I thought that was really fun. Yeah, and I didn't get this whole like, oh, I didn't know what it was. Like, what were you? It's like, well, it's quite obvious that this is They're like a construction kind of a, worker. It's a construction worker. You know, like there's, you know, I. I can't remember if she was wearing like a, a hard hat or not. I don't think she was, was she? But anyway, well, I, she's I, definitely wearing the high vis. Yeah, and I, I, I thought, I thought that she and looked really and good. the gloves. She was wearing the gloves as yeah. well, like the welder gloves, or whatever. But no, but I, yeah, I thought, I thought she looked fab in that. I, I really enjoyed all of her looks. Like I get what they're saying that the second one looked like it was more made out of like. I didn't like the makeup of the second one either. It was a bit vampiric. Hmm. Her makeup has been a bit odd. Like the way she overdraws her lips is very apparent. So yeah. that there is sort of like a weird. You can you can see the difference, and I think that sort of two tone though does like sort of stand mm. out. But I, I, I don't know. I, I, I quite enjoyed the the look. I thought it was it was fun and like over the top and partyish. And I, like, adored that f- that final look. And that you thought hair, it was better than Eureka's. I thought it was better than Eureka's. I thought it was better than Scarlet's. Like I, oh, I wow. But like I think it was like the whole look coming together. But she didn't like make the, the hair. No, I know, but like the shrug with the dress, with the hair, with the whole impact of the look yeah. was just beautiful. That to me still read, this is a really good sewing challenge dress. Whereas the first three for me didn't read sewing challenge at all. But that's because the first three used fabric materials, whereas she chose to use actually unconventional materials. But is it, is it, Heidi Klum is, would not let them away with that. <laughs> Heidi Klum would have been like, you bitches might look good, but you did not fulfill the brief. A good thing we're not on Project Runway. <laughs> <laughs> but fair enough, I take your point. Um, yeah, look, I thought, yeah, I thought that was a 5.5 for me. That's not what I'm going to say. Uh, Ginger Minge, you didn't like Mario. I I think my favourite was, oh my, gave, yeah. my favourite was the, the denim jumpsuit and the boots. I thought that was really sort of fun for her. And actually, I really liked the Mac in the rain as well. They were my two favourites from her. Yeah, I, I thought that, that all of her, I didn't love the Mario one. Um, like I thought it was Yeah, it was I didn't fine. love it. It was, it was, it was yeah. grand. And actually, my, my entire, like my, all, my critique for Ginger in this entire runway category would basically just be, yeah, it was grand. It was fine. It was Grant. I think she needs to go bigger. 
Yes, I would agree with that. Mm. I think that that she needs to maybe kind of jump a bit further out of her, her but her her box in terms of fashion. But like maybe she kind of was like you know where she's getting this ball out of the way early on, and then it'll lean more into her personality. And if she does do some sort of similar looks as we we keep going on, that'll be fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I I thought that she was I thought she was grand. And that line about looking like Anna Faris that, that being being stung by bees like it about like knocked me out. <laughs> it, it like it absolutely floored me. Uh, TKB again we have the same issue with her very pedestrian um, working girl look I love 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 loved her hippie uh, that was my favourite from her and the Cinderella I didn't think the bodice was great but it, it was good it was kind of like Cinderella in like a German nightclub at 2 in the morning kind of covered in UV paint and like having it large um, I really enjoyed her Cinderella one. I thought it was the best of them, but I thought her other two looks were super lackluster. Okay, I was, didn't like the hippie. No, I I thought that both of them looked kind of like, you know, like the person that she had been, like sort of like the 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 person who she had been, the sexy hippie she'd been on the runway in in that episode in 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 season six. Mm had like, you know, fallen out of favor with the hippie gang and gone got a job and now it was sort of just like wear still wearing their clothes but like it was cold so they put on like a jumper underneath. <laughs> I don't know. I just I, I just was like I'm I just still trying to catch up with that narrative story. I know, I know. It's, it's a it's a stark uh, kind of real story that many people have had to have had to you live a free young, yeah. young life and then you have to get a job. But no, I was I just I just felt like for a queen whose runways always blew me away on season on season six mm. that I noticed how sort of dull and I would say drab. But the, I would definitely the first one was drab, but I felt the second one was kind of distinctly TKB and I really enjoyed it for that. Mm, I don't know. I, I wasn't feeling, I was not feeling the TKB to see. <laughs> now I did give it a full extra point when I realized she did the whole rigmarole with leaving the shoe behind and stuff yeah, which I, I actually didn't I see it the first time I watched it because I was taking notes yeah I really enjoyed that I thought it was really clever and fun and I did think she looked gorgeous in that, that finale look like I thought that she was she was beautiful and I could understand why she would have been frustrated having made that that she didn't get and get the, 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 the critiques yeah so Raja, Kylie and Eureka were the top three and Jiggly, Akira and Yara were the bottom three um, I really don't see how like I would I would stand up to ruin Michelle and be like what were you putting the carrier there I think that was the batshit decision yeah and I would agree with you and I would also say I would say that, that neither Akira nor Yara had any business in the bottom this week like I, yeah. I think that, that neither of them had any but I think Akira deserved to be in the top um, I wouldn't have said Yara did I would, I would have Kylie Scarlett and Akira in the top for so me so I, I would have had Pandora, Scarlet, and Yara in the top for me. Okay. And then my bottoms would have been Jiggly, TKB, and Silky. I just said Jiggly and Silky because I felt they were a clear step below the rest. Yeah, and I, I just, like, the TKB really is coming from the fact that I just felt that those those two looks that you brought from home, like I was thinking, you know, you planned those and brought mm. them with you, and they just really looked sort of, like they smelled like mothballs and nanas. <laughs> I, I actually, like... Eureka was my third last, but that's just because I don't like the style mm. necessarily. But yeah, look, Silky should have been in the bottom. Yeah, no question. No, no question. No questions. And your winner would have been Pandora? Um, I think I probably would have given my win to Scarlet because I think that the okay. look she made herself was the most impressive. Mm. 
Yeah, that would have been fair, I think, too. Um, I probably would have given mine to Kylie. But yeah, Scarlett would have been second place for me. Uh, so Raja wins, which I thought was kind of strange, considering how... This is where you kind of feel like, <clears throat> you know, James's conspiracy corners, where you kind of feel like there is like production pushing storylines and it's like, oh, we'll get a redemption moment here, which will kind of be all like, oh, rebirth, three phoenix mm. and the thing I, I came back from. Do you remember that challenge you don't really remember from the, episode, the, the season that people didn't really find that interesting? Well, now I've got a redemption from that moment. Um, and was it wasn't because Brooklyn Heights was backstage that she won. Like I don't know. Like I just feel. Oh, you know. They, but actually, they could have put Scarlet. Uh, they could have put Scarlet in the top, and they would have had this equally the the like the, yeah. the season eleven. But I think they probably knew that they had Brooklyn. They probably knew they had Brooklyn Heights backstage, and they wanted a good lip sync, and they knew that Scarlet is not a lip synker. Well, I I think they the top three was the top three in their eyes. I just don't get it. But, anyway. but um, I just, I, I don't get it. Considering Akira seemed to be there because they didn't like her first two looks. And the same with Yara. But yet, they were okay at Raja's first look enough to let her win. I just, it makes no sense to me. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Whereas I think Kylie and Eureka, even though I didn't like Eureka's look necessarily, they were consistently at the same level. So yeah. they probably both deserved to win over Raja. Yeah. It was in terms of the feedback that they got, absolutely. And Eureka's was was better sewed than Kylie's. So yeah, it's just it's a strange one. It's a really really strange one. But what a lip sync! Yeah, I know. My God, I uh, would say that it deserved the the double the double craning. Yeah. And um, but all the, like when you get into the all of the the like backstage sort of mumbo jumbo and chit chats and all that kind of stuff, like there was like some real emotion going mm. on. Yeah, a lot of them were like, just talk about how important it was and how difficult it was for them to come off the season and to be seen as a character. And there was lots of tears. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I, it, like I think it, ma- it made me feel very sorry for for Ginger, who obviously coming off season seven had, mm. had such a hard time. And then like to hear as well, like, yeah, to, he- to hear about just I suppose the way people are the way people were kind of like coming for them and that sort of impact was, was awful. Um, what was I going to say? There was something else in my head that I wanted to say. Um, no, the deliberations when they were like deliberating about who they yeah. were going to vote for. Like Yara, really, like she, like really went to pieces. And as I was saying mm. earlier on, like that showed me a little bit that she maybe hasn't kind of evolved from where she was when she was on her season because that's the same reaction that she had when she was in the bottom. It with uh, up against was it Alexis, Alexis yeah, yeah in, in in the finale of season three. I love the little untucked area they have when they're in the deliberations. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so like once you come out of the stage, it's just so low budget. It's just a few deck chairs on a, on a, like I a know. concrete road. I know that it's, it's 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 the stuff they brought in for when they had Ruth's family on that yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> like they're so, they're like one step away from so basic. Like it's, yeah, it's so yeah. funny. But that's just TV, I suppose. And I, I suppose as well, like you have to remember that this is in the context of a global pandemic where none of them were going to be able to go back mm. to go back to do the winding, to doing any work. So like this is kind of a case of where they're going and this is like back they were filming this summer last year or whatever it was so they would have been going back out to like sit in lockdown for another number of months like you know now thankfully I suppose when things have you know we're, we're out of the other side in America they're much further out so they're able to actually perform again but like this would be a little oasis of like human contact and mm. you know being able to do the thing you love more than anything in the world so like when you put all that together it's not surprising we're getting yeah, this kind frost. of explosive 
And I mean, really ruined the fantasy that we're not living in a COVID world when Raja and Brooklyn finish their lip sync and then elbow bump on stage. You're oh like, my oh God. guys, come on. <laughs> Why hasn't Brooke been in a bubble? Yeah. With all the other... Um, that, I mean, that's the reality show they could have made. They could have made, while they were in tangent with this, the game within the game could have been a um, a household of all of the lip sync assassins. And every week, one of them got voted off to go and lip sync against a queen and then had to go home. No, no, no. They, they, uh, they like have to see who it is and then they have to nominate someone to go forward and they get like they get a pool of money every time they win a lip sync or something like that oh now there you them. go I'm loving this yes. loving it there we go <laughs> Rue hope you're listening <laughs> I generally maybe you were different to me I genuinely thought Yara was going home I don't know why I just had it in my head I was like oh this is it This she's going home Jake Lee would be safe it'll be fine yeah no I, I fully thought that as well and I was raging about it because I really enjoyed Yara as much as she's been like a bitch and like mm. crazy, I, I think that she's super talented and I would definitely not like to see her Because going. Well, as soon as you hear it, it's a tie, I was like, okay, well, they both said the same person. And because it's always, it's always a Oh, yeah, case. no, like it's always um, a And I was like, whoa, they both said Yara? Like, I could see Raja saying Yara, but I didn't see the group saying so Yara. That, the, yeah, so what happened was when they said, oh, Raja won, I was like, okay, Yara's going. And then it was like, oh, it's a tie. And then I was like, oh, shit, both of them are going. So then it was like, because I, I, in my mind, Raja was going to send. send yeah. Now, I would be interested as well to get into this whole like jiggly, um, jiggly ginger, you know. Because mm, ginger sent her home. Yeah. yeah. And and I, I mean. I think that comes back to her integrity thing to be like, you know, she, Jiggly was, was the worst of the two in the challenge. Also, the last time she was on All Stars with a best friend I was actually <laughs> I actually wrote that down I was like she is separating herself from that best friend narrative straight away she is like Taylor Swift I would very much like to be excluded from this best friend narrative <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode and our live stream episode. We yeah, absolutely. Both coming out on the same day. Oh I mean, my God. This is, this is double dipping in sissy that pod land. I mean, if there was ever a time that you were like, those guys really pulled it out of the bag for us this week. I'd mm. like to go support them over at headstuffpodcast.com. This would be a great week. Have it would be. It would be. It would be a great week to do that. Sign up. It's only five euro a month. It'll keep us going and churning these episodes out for you. That's it. Quick smart getting world class guests. Oh, <laughs> joined, joined weekly by the world leaders of, of, of drag race commentary. Yeah, we have Emmanuel Macron on next week. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm just looking for, for Putin. I mean, honestly. <laughs> Um, if that's not for you that's okay head over to Sissy That Pod on Instagram send us a DM give us a like let us know your thoughts write us a review yeah write us a review and yeah exactly just help support us in whichever way you can and tell a friend tell, tell a friend that's what you do tell a friend telephone a friend who's in your Ulcer 6 WhatsApp group tell them yeah exactly get it in there say these two needy buggers they've gone <laughs> on for fucking ages about how we need to start like pumping the, the show for them pimping it it's like guys, I'd say a lot of people on. have turned off at this point yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay. if you're still listening um, send uh, send us a DM and let us know you listen to the very end uh, we'll be back with you on Thursday for another episode of Drag Race España have a lovely week we'll talk to you then see you love you bye, bye. bye. 
This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Thank <laughs> you.